0: You are listening to the Mother Lab Podcast.
1: Welcome to the third episode of the Mother Lab Podcast. Mother Lab stands for Maternal Outcomes for Translational Health Equity Research. My name is Iman, and I'm the chair of the Community Engagement, Advocacy, and Policy Committee. I'm a current senior here at Tufts, and I have Amea Menta here with me. Thank you,
2: Iman. I'm so excited to be here today and to introduce a bunch of our members of the Mother Lab. So let's start with Abe.
3: Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Abe Yakubu. I'm a part of the Mother Lab. Um, I'm also a third year doctoral student, soon to be candidate at St. Louis University in the College for Public Health and Social Justice.
4: I'm Lauren. I am the other co-chair of the Community Engagement Advocacy and Policy Committee with Iman, and I am a senior at Tufts University majoring in biology and child study and human development.
5: Hi, my name is Claire. I'm also a member of the Mother Lab. Um, I recently graduated from Connecticut College. I was a major in biochemistry and molecular biology. And I am partially on my way to being certified as a doula, and I'm working at a coffee shop too.
0: Hi, everyone. My name is Subacha Durali. I am the co chair of the marketing, communications, and events committee at the Mother Lab, and I'm also a member of the research and grants committee here at the Mother Lab. I am a third year student um, at Tufts University School of Arts and Sciences, and I'm majoring in community health. Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. So we are really excited
2: to have our own members here to talk just about what got them into the lab and kind of their own passion. So I'm going to open this up for you guys to talk about why you joined the mother lab and what your interest in maternal health came from.
1: Um, For me, uh, like a few years ago, like when I was in high school, I did some like, I went to a rural hospital in Southeast Asia where I worked at an OB department and actually like it was like a government hospital and I think what really like made me very interested in it like I definitely wanted to address the disparities was that I'm like sitting in like I'm in the hospital in the operating room and the power goes off and they're in like the middle of a c-section like I was like shook but it seemed like this was like something that were like used to which is so unfortunate and they took out their flashlights so i take out my phone turn on the flashlight and they finish the c-section and i was like like that really got me and i so then when i saw dr ao like was into maternal health i had to reach out (laughs) and i guess that's where it started for me that's really cool
0: well both um, I think that experience is really cool, like highlighting your interest to maternal health, but also like you, I, were you in high school when that happened? Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, so like as a high schooler, probably like just interested in medicine, being like you're kind of at the deep end of like um, rural health in a way with just like doc- looking at physicians and doctors and these surgeons just... Conducting everyday medicine without electricity, like that's really cool.
1: Thank you. It definitely was an eye opener. Like I like could not believe it, but it was just so upsetting that this was like their norm. So like I think to now finally like in college be able to like do maternal health research and like underserved populations and like marginalized communities, black women. Like I feel like I'm glad that I'm able to do something.
4: So I don't have like a direct hands-on experience like Iman does. Um, mine is more, my interest in maternal health comes more from my classes and things that I've learned. Um, as a child development major, I um, am concentrating in child and family health. And a lot of what we talk about has to do with social determinants of health and racism in the healthcare system and ways that people are discriminated against. Um throughout healthcare, and that kind of got me more interested in talking about and learning about um, reproductive and maternal health disparities. My kind of first interest in this was in like period poverty and like menstrual inequity across the world. And then when I found out that Dr. Ayo was involved in maternal health and um, kind of wanted to start this new lab, I thought that was a great way to kind of expand my interest and it actually like has even expanded from my participation in Mother Lab. This semester, I'm working with um, a public health lab at Harvard that partners with a school in Ethiopia. And um, the researchers on the ground in Ethiopia are studying maternal and infant mortality in our field site there. So I've been doing some kind of behind-the-scenes work with that. So I think that kind of my academic interest in this led to my research interest, which then got me an internship. So I think that... Um, Kind of like all of that working together, even though I didn't have like that initial like experience like Iman did of like seeing it in action. um, I think all of these experiences kind of helped to solidify this as an interest of mine and something that I want to keep working on.
1: That sounds great. Lauren, I feel like we have like a reverse. Like, I think that through research, you were able to then make it more practical. I was wondering, what are you like, what exactly is the study looking at in Ethiopia?
4: So there's a couple studies happening right now. It's like a pretty big research team. Um, So one of them is looking at just like maternal health outcomes in general, just kind of like a surveillance study, just to kind of see what the resources are like and the communicable diseases that are really prevalent in the population and things like that. Another one is looking at causes of death among mothers and infants. And then a third one is looking at Um, bacterial colonization and like antibacterial resistance and things like that and I'm not directly working on any of these studies just because obviously I'm like not in Ethiopia so I'm working on systematic reviews that kind of relate to what we're studying and working on kind of more of like data coding behind that Um, but it's just been really cool to kind of get exposed to that and to help out with some of these projects.
1: That sounds great looking at like the causes of death of like mothers and children that like reminds me of the femur that we're working on which is something we need in massachusetts and claire you're doing like you're really involved in that if you want to talk a little bit about it
5: yeah i was actually just gonna say that sounds like a lot like what we're trying to push forward this femur bill um i guess i could say a little bit about this bill it would be a bill that at the community level would be giving public health um, entities, the data about infant and child deaths in the state of Massachusetts. And the idea would be that local communities could do a pretty qualitative inter- interview process with mothers who consented to be interviewed about the deaths of their children, figure out what kind of systemic issues or personal issues the women were experiencing and give community public health entities um, the sort of power to address the issues in their community because currently they don't even get information. But I realize they have not even mentioned what the FEMA stands for, which is fetal and infant mortality review process. So it's the the FEMA bill stands for review process that this bill is seeking to implement in the state of Massachusetts.
0: Have there been, sorry to, to interrupt, huh? um, have there been any other like states with that bill? And do you know? There, I country?
5: believe that there are 28 states currently that have femur processes. Um, and Massachusetts actually does pretty well, like looking st- across the nation for our maternal mortality, which I think is something that speaks to a lot of processes that Massachusetts has in place. So as part of the push to pass this bill, we're kind of asking these legislators um, if 28 other states have this, why doesn't Massachusetts what's happening here?
2: I think that's a really interesting point that you bring up, like us being on the Northeast and just having so many opportunities to work on these bills. But even then, we're still trying to push for and like advocating for maternal health. And it just shows how many inequities and um, disparities there are. But I know, Claire, you are a new member. So can you just talk a little bit about how it's been just diving first into the lab and you know so much about femur already. Yeah,
5: absolutely. I was just wanting to add one thing about the femur bill and I was saying Massachusetts does really well statewide with maternal health, but that still kind of doesn't include the data that Black women and Black children die significantly higher rates. So I think that's also why this FEMA bill is so important because with the mission of the Mother Lab, looking at the health of Black women, this bill is specifically targeting how do we address these root causes, majority for Black women and children. Um, But to myself, I think Lauren and Iman, my story of being interested in this lab, I think is pretty similar to some things about both of yours. Um, I thought that I wanted to go to medical school and do obstetrics, so I s- thought, like, throughout my time in college, like, I want to be able to be sort of interest, like, up to date on the public health knowledge surrounding maternal health, like, as a do- well-informed doctor, it's important to know sort of more higher-level things, is what I thought, and then I started taking a lot of public health classes, and I was like, I think, same for you, Lauren, it's just so interesting, you get interested, and there's so many, like, ho- direct impacts you can look at in one field of study and make like a direct impact for people. It's so interesting. Um, and I also, when I thought that I was going, that I wanted to be a doctor, I had a friend whose parents were obstetricians and invited me to come see a C-section too. So that was also part of what I'm interested in. but nothing horrible happened. I just, it was just a pretty standard C-section on like your mom's story.
1: We're so happy to have you, Claire. You've done like so much, and it's not been a long time. And definitely, like, I, the FEMA bill is like something we've been working on for a while. And I think that we've been working with the Community Action Network of Boston Public Health Commission. And what I really like about the Community Action Network is that it mobilizes a community, and we get to hear directly from them. And this bill directly affects them. So I think that we best understand. What we can do and how we can help amplify their voices because we get to hear their stories and their experiences, and we're trying and we definitely can help them vouch for themselves as well, which I really appreciate.
3: I sat on a femur committee in St. Louis from Missouri, um, so I've seen firsthand the great benefit that comes out of um, the femur process. So, you know, it be really great. Um, for Massachusetts to, you know, for that bill to pass. Well, I guess I can go into how I got into um, maternal health. Um, I'm gonna be really fast because I've (laughs) done a lot of things. Um, But when I was in undergrad, I was in, I was a biochemistry major and I went through the process of pre-med or something else. But on the side, I've always been really passionate about racial justice and also uh, justice for women. Um, I was so close to doing a doctorate in pharmacology, but at the last minute, I won't go into details about, I had a talk with someone and I was like, public health. So um, I did an MPH and then I also did a, a master's in health administration And through that process, I've always um, sought experiences related to health equity and also uh, women and children. So I had a lot of different internships related to like obesity prevention for children and families to um, improving um, the prenatal hospital experience. And then um, after that, I had work experience working at a maternal health, um, community-based organization where I led work related to perinatal behavioral health. And then now I'm back in school again. So um, the work keeps going. I saw ads about Mother Lab all over social media. And I was like, what is this? Because I, I mean, I'm involved with research with um, maternal health, but the focus on like, uh, black women, other women of color, and the research piece really captured my eyes. So I'm really appreciative of the existence of Mother Lab, and like I'm just happy to be able to be part of this work.
0: Um, I really liked. I like. I just um. I just wanted to add that I really liked like how you your like educational pathway and your like real life plus your like internship experiences have shaped like your course of study now and that like you've been in school for a long time but you you still have like that end goal um in mind which I feel like is very like relatable as well as like very inspiring I had like a similar not a similar but like in a in a way similar story where in high school um I started off like doing research within biomedicine and like engineering and so I never even heard of like public health I didn't I thought so far what I heard of the about the public health was like the CDC during the Ebola crisis was which was like years before I even was um in high school and when I like my high school was predominantly like you could either do arts or you could either do science and I was like okay I'm interested in science and um, I'm originally from Medford so I go to Tufts University in Medford so I've lived in Medford for the past 10 years and I went to Medford High School and Medford High School and Tufts has like a close connection so um, the many of our like science teachers actually went to Tufts as undergraduates so they knew like a lot of um, current principal investigators and when I was uh expressing interest in like physio in my physiology class to do like research my teacher connected me to a research lab that did like bioengineering and that was like my first introduction to research and within the bioengineering I always found myself not really like engaged with the mathematics or like actual engineering aspects of the lab, but more so within medicine. And the like types of medicine that we would like discuss is like anything related to like optical um, spectroscopy or like just measurements within the human body and like hemodynamics and we studied like different diseases that we could utilize these measurement tools to do so. And so from that, I like continued with that lab when I came to Tufts as an undergraduate, but then COVID happened. And then with COVID happened, public health went like, boom, it like was everywhere. And then um, I had expressed interest to Dr. Ayo like working with her lab because I had only really learned about engineering and biomedicine like this very niche field of bioengineering and I wanted to learn more because as a high schooler and as an undergraduate I had always was like I really want to become a doctor and I was very much pre-med I I still am pre-med but it's it's been like a very like crisscross uh zigzaggy um Method pathway adventure, and so when COVID happened, I got this email from Dr. Ao, who I'd like messaged a year ago, um, about like perhaps like learning more about her lab, and she told me like she didn't really have a lab or like. Uh, like uh, opportunities for undergraduates to get involved in the lab like I had done during my high school years so I was like oh that that really sucks because her research seems so interesting to me at the time she was doing a research study in Boston um, involving like immigrants and like um, their health and I, I didn't even know this research took place like I didn't know Research was something that you could do on human beings and social issues and social problems because my high school never taught anything about that. So when the email opportunity came to, for me to join Mother Lab, I was like, Um. Yes. Click yes, and then the minute like we were meeting um in July of 2020, and we there was like 30 something faces I never seen in in my life. I just knew like there was something special here, and I guess my journey with maternal health has really just stemmed from Mother Lab. Like I had no prior experience with any of the social research or public health research. Like Mother Lab has really taught me like everything I know up to this point. So I'm again, like, like Ave said, I'm very appreciative to be in the lab as well.
1: That sounds like such a whirlwind story. I think it just like shows that, like, I think that, you know, where anyone can join, you don't need any experience. And you know, like, I think it really is a mother lab family. So once you join, like, you're stuck with us. (laughs) It like reminds me of when I like, I remember like my sophomore year like also like March 2020 my internship got canceled. I had like nothing. And so I emailed Dr. Yao on a whim and she like responded to me like oh like I don't have a lab but can you do a literature review for me on doula care? And I like had no idea. Like I knew what doula care was, but I knew nothing else, like nothing. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. So I do it for her and then she's like I'm making this new lab come to our meeting I'm like okay but I never like thought like I feel like I've joined a lot of labs but no lab is like the mother lab like and I like genuinely like I never thought I never thought it'd be like this and I like I love being here and it's been a great way to meet people who are like passionate about the same thing and like everyone has such a different background but we're all like working towards like many different things and I think that even though we're in three different committees like we all work together and I feel like there are so many opportunities from just being here and being part of it that yeah like Shabacha like I'm very appreciative of being here
2: And I think it's really important to note how different our backgrounds are, because I had a really similar experience to Sabetja, where in high school, I was actually working with mosquitoes for three years. So like my primary background is really just like genetically engineering mosquitoes and working in like a microbiology lab. And and then when I got to college, I knew that I really just wanted to work with racial inequities. And I was just so passionate about this really niche area of like medical textbooks because I was just so angry by the fact that there is no representation in medical textbooks and the fact that clinicians would just underdiagnose so many treatments or so many conditions on black and brown skin because honestly when they're learning on models that are white how are you supposed to tell so I emailed Dr. Ayo just being like I'm so interested in this and I'm just so in awe of your lab and I had worked with Iman doing a little dual care presentation for the reproductive health chapter I was working on, and I was like, I really want to do this. And she said, like, this is a maternal health lab, but I like, I know I, I can see your passion for racial inequities, and this is still something that we work in, and I think it's just so important because as I've joined the lab, I've just created and harbored such an appreciation for everything that everyone has done and all the different ways that maternal health and reproductive health and racial inequities have intersected so yeah thank you guys so much for sharing all of your experiences but it's crazy how many different backgrounds we all come
0: from.
5: I realized I never said like why specifically I came to the mother lab and Iman it's so funny you did a doula review because I was doing a literature review for a class on doulas and I was like there was a big statistical component of this thing so I was trying to find data if I could see like if can you split like by races, like how outcomes turn out if there is a doula present and was literally no data on this? I was like, this is so insane. Why is there nothing? And then I was like finding, looking through other stuff. And I found that that is one project that is kind of involved in with what Dr. AO is doing quantitatively. And I was like, this is so cool. I really want to work with these people. So. I remember
1: you saying that now. <laughs> yeah, I remember you were like, I saw one of doctors' paper on doula care. Like it's just, yeah, like I think like so hard in March, 2020 to find anything on doula care. And then we were able to like our maternal health conference, like the annual one was on that. And we worked with Project Share. That's where I met Amea. <laughs> and then we were also like able to do blogs. And I think it just shows like how much we were able to do as a lab in like a year and a half.
2: And it's crazy that like before I don't think you could have mentioned doulas without people being like what is that like I have no clue what you're talking about and like now exactly. it's just it's just used like in project share even in like bigger places it's it's really really impressive. Yeah
5: it's so nice listening to this conversation hearing everyone's background is like I I've never talked to you guys about this it's so interesting there's it's so cool to see how many overlaps there are like there's something about this kind of research that like people get really like I don't know wholly solely invested yeah
4: yeah I think it's great that like we're exposed to you know even just in the lab exposed to people from like all different backgrounds and in undergraduate and you know master's programs and doctoral programs and med school like people who are out of school and are working like I think it's really great that we get to learn from each other because in no other like spaces in my life like do I have This many people who were like all so passionate about the same thing, yet like we're all so different and have so many different experiences, which is one of the best things I think about the Mother Lab is that we're all so passionate, but we all kind of came to this for a different reason, um, which I think makes the work that we do even more meaningful because all of us are doing it because we really care and because like either we're directly impacted by it or we have seen the impacts of it. Yeah, so
2: we. Just wanna say a big thanks to everyone for coming and speaking with us today, talking a little bit about our backgrounds because we think it's really important to get to know the members of the Mother Lab. As we have repeatedly stated, we are a huge family and it's just super important for us to get to know a little bit more about our members, so. Thanks for having us, this was great.
1: Yeah, this was so fun. yeah. And to our listeners, make sure to stay updated with the lab at Lab on Instagram and visit our website, motherlab.org. Yep. And we will
2: see you next month with a new episode. Thank you, everyone.
0: Thank you.